Hey, Pride fam. Get ready for a brand new episode of Pride the Podcast. Featuring special guest, fashion designer, Victor Luna. So grab yourselves a treat and take a little time to hang with Pride. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. That was Claws by Kim Petras from her new album, Feed the Beast. I I really like the album. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's a summer summer bop, the whole thing. So I have a confession. I have not really listened to the entire album yet. That's all right. Um, I mean, not by myself, obviously, when you guys have played it and stuff and I've heard it. It's fine, but I haven't gotten to sit and listen to it, but I really want to because okay, I, homework I, for this weekend, homework for this weekend. You know, it's a good um, workout. Well, play, I uh, definitely need to well. listen to it if I'm going to work out. And with that, I am Darrell Anthony, guys. And I'm Ashley Mitchell. And I'm Adam Andrew Rios. Shout out to our friends over at Rehab Entertainment for bringing us back, back, back again. We are for back. a brand new episode. Make a new episode. And, and I can't wait to talk to our guest, Victor Luna from yeah. Project Runway. Beep, 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 beep. Wait. It's going to be so good. It's season 20 All-Stars, right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. It's, it's, Iconic. It's going to be so yeah. great to talk to him. And we are just a trio today, right? We are. Are we not? Are we, not? we are it's missing. Just House of Heights. We are just, yes, it is. We are Three just, is um, a magic number. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are missing Mr. Braden Bradley and Io Onike Cummings today. They are off on vacation, actually. So great for oh, them. Yeah. yeah, they're on a little vacation. Vicious. I know, I know. We went to Puerto Rico and they said, we're going to do you one better. <laughs> they sure did. Um, so how have y'all guys been? How's everything been? What's been up? What's the 411? What's um, the hot goss? Not a damn thing, but yeah. we are going to Yonsei's concert. <laughs> yes. Bitch. Yes, yeah, so... The next time that you talk to us, we'll have already been. Yeah. Yes. And, but they wouldn't have. So we're back in party. So <laughs> <laughs> we keep doing this at the podcast where we switch on and off and go in places like Brayden is enjoying Belize right now, mm-hmm. um, which is really good. And Io Singh, a really good friend of ours, friend of the podcast, Brittany Belazir, she is opening a show tonight. Congratulations, Flex Brittany. At yes. Lincoln Center. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, right, bitch. that's super exciting. Not to be confused with the new gay bar in New York City called Flex um, that is open in the old Posh location. Make sure you visit that as well because it, we need to show love to all of our gay bars in there. We went there, right? You and I definitely did. Got couple, to, couple, two nights in a row. We, we, we? we did. We did. We did. One night we went with you. Yeah. Oh, that was after we were the recording. It was after something. Oh, no. I think we had a happy hour at your job or something. We did something where it was us three, and we mm-hmm. went by flex. Oh, you know what? It was after we did the podcast at um, Perkins and Will. And yes. we went to the other place first with Brayden and Io and, and Shay. Shay. And then they right. all broke off. And we were the only one standing, and then we went to flex. And we could, when we couldn't help ourselves. Yeah. And we went to flex. You remember? Is it all coming back to well, you? Well, that first part is, but I don't remember going to flex. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you, you wouldn't because I'm sure something. Wow, the light bulb body. just came above your head. Yeah, I saw it, now I, saw I remember it in his face because I remember seeing um, Matt, an old rock bar buddy. I was like, oh my god, you look so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exciting. So, yeah, what are you guys wearing to the Beyonce concert? Well, Ashley's got like seven outfits. I 17. just got a whole Shein haul. 35 outfits. <laughs> Maybe like five. I don't know. No, they're all so cute, though. No, I wish Beyonce would see you and be like, y'all come to the stage. Cause I really want to get up there with Blue Ivy and see well, what she's doing. She yes. Would, she'll need binoculars. I need, I need to work on okay. the Blue Ivy dance <laughs> so I can do it with her. Yeah, no, I'm going to do We're killing that. Like, get ready. I need everybody to move out the way, though. Move out the way. I'll go. I'll go to the aisles and do it. Like I'm ready to do it. I need a lot of spinning room. Everybody's gonna be doing it. It's gonna be like such a great like community moment where everybody's. We have to remember to be mute. Remember in the part of the song. Everybody on mute. Big energy. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Great. We already practiced it. We're already off to a great start. We're good. We're good. We're good. Um. No, I'm so excited and 
I've just been now my TikTok is like flooded with just all Beyonce like people and it's mainly like their outfits like what are we wearing yeah like I mean people are really excited for it and I think that you know I feel like this is the first really really big concert like since COVID where everyone's like really excited. I mean obviously Taylor Swift has done her Irish tours and there's been few but like this seems like it's attracting the biggest crowd. Um, I mean, again, not to put down Taylor because, you know, I don't want to hear the people out there. Girl, her. you about to get got. Uh, the Beehive is on the move. Yeah, <laughs> Swifties. Well, I'm, the Swifties, you Them mean? too. No, Them I'm too. part of the Beehive. I'm saying the Beehive is the biggest, but I don't want to put Taylor down because I don't want to hear nobody's mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, I think that, and it's good. And the positive thing about it is two women who are bringing the world together like they okay. always do. Yeah. Period. <laughs> See what happens when I'm when I'm left with these two monsters. So what's been going on in the news? What's been going on? A bunch of bullshit, but you know. Yeah. I but mean, like I, I was saying about uh, the Beehive, they're canceling this one fool on TikTok that went on after the Philly concert. Yes, yes. And was just like, I have a few critiques. Um, it's like, girl. And basically was like, and quote unquote said, "Dangerously in Love" is one of her worst singles. Yeah, and he said it's very niche. I was like, "Yeah, it's the title of her first album." <laughs> oh god, it was very coded. That whole thing, the uh, yeah. whole rant. Uh, well, she tried it. I mean, it's just like, have you not heard of the Beehive? Even if what you feel like your opinion, like your opinion matters or whatever, but like you know, you gonna catch that smoke. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I don't know. I don't know what you want me to tell you, sis. Yeah, I mean, you know how this goes. If he ain't seen Swarm, he better check it out. Right. And congratulations, by the way, to Dominic Fishback, who was nominated for a primetime Emmy for her portrayal. Yeah. In Swarm, she I'm, needs to win. I'm, she she killed that. I literally she killed that. Ooh. And I I really hope that she wins. If you guys haven't checked it out, make sure you go check that out and check out Pride the series because mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. there as well. And then speaking of killer, we started watching um, Dolores Roach, the horrors of Dolores. Roach starring oh, Justine yeah. Machado. Um, there's so many people that are popping up in the show, but it's so great. Uh, Judy Reyes is in it. Um, I hear that Cindy Lauper is in it. So I'm. Yeah, super, we've only seen a couple episodes. Yeah, we've, right? seen, we've seen a couple, but obviously I've seen some uh, people talk about the cast and how they're really good. So, you know, support all of those shows. I mean, Survival of the Thickest is out there. Um, we all need all the support we can get because ain't nobody working. Well, ain't, ain't nobody working. And, you know, just a disclaimer, um, you know, we do want you to watch shows and support actors. But most importantly, you should be out there on the front lines picketing and supporting actors. Um, and uh, moving forward on this podcast, we will not be talking about entertainment until this is settled. Understood. But I do want to talk about something in the news that happened this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Carly Russell, I know you guys probably heard about her disappearance. <sighs> It's very tough. Um, I think I want to just start off by saying that the investigation is still ongoing. Um, Mm -hmm. I do know that there has been some um, information. There was, I think, a press conference done on Wednesday at 2.30 p.m. this week um, by the police kind of debunking a little bit a lot of the story and a lot of the timeline that doesn't really make sense. For those of you who don't know, Carla Russell disappeared um, on her way home. Um, She saw, according to her, a baby walking on the side of the road. Um, once she saw that child, she called 911, and then she then called her sister-in-law. Uh, once she called her sister-in-law, she could be heard over the phone asking the baby, are they okay? Um, and then you could hear her scream in the background, and then she disappeared. Um, you know, the first thing people were thinking is she's dead. On Once the police got to the scene, they did find her wig, her Apple Watch, her iPhone, um, and her bag and everything there, but she was missing. She did turn up home a few days later, but now it's coming out that, you know, the last searches on her phone was how do you how old do you have to be to qualify for Amber Alert? How much money can you get for finding someone missing and all kind of different things? So my question to you guys is, do you think that this hurts future victims of possible sex tracking, tra- sex trafficking or kidnapping? Or do you feel like there's more information and we want to hear more about this story before we jump to any more conclusions? I mean, it's both. The damage is already done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter. I mean, people already don't believe people of color black people more specifically um you know don't really care about you know i literally worked on the documentary black and missing yeah. and and the lack of care when when we go missing yeah. you know and so even if everything that happened with her is legit and there's just kind of like i don't know some fuzzy areas like 
this is the this is what everybody believes. So it's just like it's unfortunate that this happened. And <sighs> yeah, because ju- just recently it came out that Rudy Farias. Yeah, w- this was all a prank or a hoax as well. But but that was perpetrated by his mom, right? Not necessarily. No, him. He like was he, a part of it too? yeah, he was a part oh, of I it. Oh, I thought that she. It kept came him. out. Well, it it the you know the first part was like he was being held hostage, mm-hmm. and he like broke away and he did all that. Mm-hmm. But then it came out that it was like all a ruse, and uh. so it was just like, what the hell? I really, I mean, I feel like there obviously has to be like a psychological look into that because like that that's a lot. Well, that's, I, like, that's a big, like, lie to do, and it's just, like, for what? Well, Ashley, I think you're on to something about the psychological thing, because um, a lot of people were saying with Jesse Smollett, for example, when it happened with him, that he was trying to do something to bring down the racists or the bad people and the homophobes and things like that. And I think in her case, you know, it's been reported, um, allegedly, that her family was going through financial issues, and they were trying to find ways to have more money and, and to get money, and so... Um, obviously there was a price out there for like if she was found and that was supposed to be a friend of theirs who found her and they were going to get her money and split it. So those are all allegedly. Um, hopefully we find out more information. Her family did say that she does need time and she's not ready to talk. Um, and when she is, they'll let everyone know. So, you know, the good thing is I'm happy to see that someone is back safe. We do not have another black body that we have to bury. Mm-hmm. Um, so that turnout I'm good for, but I hope that, you know, we find out more in the future. But yeah, I mean, it's been an interesting week. To say the least. To say the least. But let's get more interesting with Mr. Victor Luna. I'm excited to talk to him. So everyone go refill your drinks and get ready. And when we come back, we're going to have fashion designer extraordinaire, Victor Luna. Welcome back, guys. Oh, you guys, I'm super excited to bring on to the pod. We have fashion designer extraordinaire, Victor Luna. <laughs> hey, Victor. I'm so excited. Hi, how are Hi. you? Oh my God, I'm like fangirling. You know, it's crazy, Victor. We've literally oh, been sitting oh, around you. all day waiting for this moment at yeah. this very moment. So. We're huge Project Runway fans, fans of your work, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. of it. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I love Project Runway. Myself, I'm a fan of it. So I know everybody and I know the history. So I'm pretty excited to be part of it. Oh, that's so awesome. So, Victor, tell our listeners, where did you start? Like, what was your inspiration? Like, what inspired you to become a designer? Well, you know, I grew up in a home where my mom made samples and I used mm. to go all the time where she worked in downtown L.A. and just kind of recreate sample making or all or production. From there, I kind of moved, you know, I grew up, I went to New York City, I went to uh, ICP, International Center of Photography, I wanted to take photos, like just be a photographer, but uh, I just started taking photos of models and fashion designers, and I just realized, you know what, I kind of want to do fashion, I feel like I could do it better, not that (laughs) I was slandering them, you know, or making fun of them, but I just wanted to, I just wanted to dabble myself into it, I was like, I could do this, let me do this, so I just, uh, I went to FIT, I took classes there. And from there, I just didn't stop. It was just one of those things where you fall in love and you just want to keep going and going and going. Yeah. That's amazing. That makes yeah. sense that you were doing photography because it shows how you had such a keen eye for fashion. Because I feel like they really kind of go hand in hand. And it's kind of, it's like with music, you kind of have an ear and you're able to do it. It's like you can be able to do that with fashion. And I think that that's absolutely wonderful. Um, what was, you know, coming off a of design, like, was there one design that you saw that made you go, that's it, I can do that better, or that's it, I want to create something in likeness of that? That's, uh, you know what, I just, it's hard. I guess what <laughs> oh, I'm my God, I stumped you with yeah, my question. It's, wow. No, it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like a full circle that's happening right now, and that's why I'm, I'm like, having a hard time conveying what I'm going to say, but... This collection that I'm doing right now or that I did right now, and I just presented it here in Guadalajara, Mexico. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much about uh, my inspiration was Helmut Newton. It's <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's Helmut Newton. And he's such an influence to me as a photography yeah. uh, or when I was into photography, I was like, I want to be like him. I want to do stuff like him. He yeah. did photography in a different level that nobody was doing then and now. 
It's mm-hmm. it's very yeah. sensual, very exotic and, and sexy. But at the same time, it was it, it had fashion and influence into it. And it was very minimal. It wasn't like extravagant anyway. So that's when I started getting into into fashion. I'm like, I want to be something like that. I want to go into more into the fashion world and take over that that part. I did start a little bit with, with a more avant-garde because as a young designer, I feel like a lot of people, uh, just, uh, there's so many designers in the world, mm-hmm. so I have to stand out. So that's why I have to create the most of the most of the most to create my own billboard. Yeah. And yeah. now that I feel like people have noticed me a little bit more, now I could step down a little bit and then bring them something that they could wear every day or, or evening or whatever they want. I love that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's really amazing. I'm just kind of like sitting here thinking it's interesting to hear how the origins of like fashion come, you know, and mm-hmm. it's it's changed so much over time. Did you find yourself feeling like you had to change your fashion or do you feel like your fashion has always been progressive and already at the place where fashion continues to change? Because I see stuff now of fashion coming back in style. Like, do you feel like yeah. that? Yeah. I mean, my, my philosophy before, as soon as I got out of Project Runway, uh, season nine yeah. mm-hmm. i remember i was i was going through a hard time of uh processing my my elimination and i was mm-hmm. like what can i do better how can i be better that's mm-hmm. when i said you know what f, f it i'm gonna i'm gonna make and create whatever i want whatever's in my imagination so i started doing that and i feel like that kind of gave me a little bit more of a, a umph and a mm-hmm. platform where people recognized or saw a little bit what i was doing and that's kind of where where I wanted to where I wanted to head to. I wanted people to recognize and see what I was doing from that point on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and it's got to be like a full circle moment, like coming back to Project One Way. And I remember the first challenge when they brought on everybody's eliminated. Um, <gasps> oh my god! And you guys had to recreate that. Like, how was that? Because I was like, I I feel the anxiety, like triggered. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was triggered too. I remember seeing that piece, and I'm like, why? In- Game world, did you bring that one out? I mean, it's hideous. That oh. was that was that was an interesting challenge for me because when I was working, it was a team challenge first of all. So it wasn't my design; it was two right. people. Right. And it was such a it was such a frustrating moment for both of us because we had such a different aesthetic at that moment. Oh yeah. That mm-hmm. I feel like like there was no uh, cohesiveness or anything design wise so that's why i'm like this is my opportunity to show who i am as a designer now but still bringing a little bit of my essence which is still you know uh on the leg harnesses and and obviously Mm -hmm. the dress it was just a skirt and the top was nothing so i'm like i'm gonna create whatever i want and hopefully they get it because there is no design there i mean i wasn't gonna do something similar that's for sure right right (laughs) (laughs) well i think about that it's like I mean, sometimes it's like something that may have what got you eliminated before may be at a point where people are like, hey, do you ever feel like that that happens with people when they originally have something that they design and it's like, we don't like this. And then years later, you present the same thing to them and they're like, we love this. Like, what do you think about that? Because I know that happens sometimes. I mean, it's it, fashion is subjective. Yeah. Right. And it, there's always there's off. I always I call it the flavor of the season. Yes. Um. So like in season nine, when I was first there, I remember they loved the 70s. There was a flavor for the 70s. They mm-hmm. loved Anya, which was the winner. Mm-hmm. And the flavor of it. In All-Stars, uh, the other one that I was on on season three, All-Stars three, they loved avant-garde. They loved mm-hmm. things that were different. This season, they want, they want, they're, I, I'm not sure yet what's hap- what's going to happen. Right, but right. they're definitely in a different direction than, than what I was giving them, which... You know, it's fine. I think I, I don't take it personal. I take it as, an, as a, a learning lesson and an opportunity. But I'm just happy that the designers that are still there are are bringing something that is different because they're all all stars. Yes, 100 yeah. percent. Oh, my God. It was it's such a good cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So um, go back to the beginning. Like how many times did you have to audition before you got on season nine? Hmm. Okay. So I didn't, I only auditioned once and that was because (laughs) it it was because uh, a lot of my friends, I was going to school and then I was starting to, to look for internships and stuff like that. But I remember my friends and, and just people around me used to say, you should try on for project runway. And I always said, no, 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 just because I'm very private. 
believe it or not. I'm mm-hmm. very shy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I uh, I remember seeing it at one point on my Facebook feed. And I said, um, come to the Hilton Hotel on 50-something Street. And and this is the last chance for you to get on Project Runway. And I was like, what? Like, that was in the morning. So I remember I'm like, let me get all my samples, yeah. run over there, and see what happens. I was sweating. It was a, it was a hot day in New York City. So mm-hmm. you know how. Much like now. I remember yeah. I got there. I was so nervous. And then once they once I went to the room, they they were, you know, they were interested, blah, blah, blah. They cast they 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 were like casting whatever. And then I remember when I left, or actually, let me rephrase that. When I was there, they said, if you don't get on this season, please keep trying and we want to see you again. And Mm -hmm. I told Mm -hmm. them, I'm not gonna try on again. This is my only and last time because this is a stretch for me. And they went, Okay, cool. So (laughs) I don't know if that was what happened. But definitely, like two two weeks later, they called me and said, "You You're gave it. them an ultimatum. You, you said, did. put me on now, or that's it.'" <laughs> I mean, and I, that's the you way know, to do it's it. Like, I don't want to sound cocky, but I was definitely very confident. <laughs> there you go. It worked. It paid off. Well, confidence is yes, a must, and cockiness is a plus. Like, listen, I I mm. really, really do believe that sometimes you have to let people know your worth and say, "Listen, I'm not going to keep playing this game back and forth with you. Mm-hmm. You know, from the first moment you see me, if you want me or you want to have me a part of your team, so to speak. So, like, that's it. So, I applaud that, and I think that the words you just said is something that everyone, all of our listeners, can use because it's like, yeah, it's an ultimatum. It's like I'm not going to be here the next time. This is it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, it's it's a time and moment and i think whoever whatever is happening at that moment you need to take a, a advantage of it whether yeah. it's a casting director or whether it's somebody that's why i think this time around i did the same thing i was very much like this is probably my last time on project runway all-stars mm-hmm. uh <laughs> you know i i love the rush and the the excitement but at the same time i'm getting older i need my privacy Word. i need to sleep you know what i mean or i need to continue with my business it's right. like I still have to I still have to maintain my my body and soul. Yes. Yeah, one hundred percent. And you've already cemented yourself into like the legacy. And so yeah. it's yes. like Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that's why it means a lot for me to be on this season because it's literally All Stars season twenty, which is like an iconic yes. iconic yes. because everybody who's there has literally have stamped a mark. So the fact that they chose me just means the world to me. Yeah, it's oh. amazing. So what was after Project Runway, or at least the first time, what was the moment where you were like, yo, I've made it. Like, this is it. Like, this is, I oh am my that God. girl. <laughs> I, it's like, it's like uh, you know, I'm I'm a normal person, humble, from humble beginnings. So I, I just couldn't believe it. It was, it was very strange. At the same time, I was still myself. My friend who is a beautiful girl, I love her, my best friend, she was like, I really thought you were not going to talk to me after this. And I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) That I was going to go up and be like famous. It's like, girl, stop it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I'm, I'm still the same person. I don't want to, I don't want to plug in JLo from the block, but that's who I am. I'm Victor from the block. I love love my friends equally the same as I did before. It's, it, it doesn't change anything. If anything, it just makes, uh, it makes my life more interesting for sure. And it makes me, it makes me go places that I would never be able to. So I'm thankful for that. Well, I mean, yeah. when you, whenever you get that type of success, you always want to share it with your friends and the people who are always Absolutely. rocking with you from the beginning. And so that's always important. We always have a joke here at the podcast. Like anytime any of us go to an event, it's like, well, we're rolling like 10 or 12 deep because <laughs> we got a lot of people that we got to bring. And people are like, you can't bring all those people. Well, then I can't come because I need all my friends there. And if we win awards, get ready because we're listing off a list of people. And you can play the music if you want, but I ain't leaving. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. And the friend that I was telling you about, her name is Ines. Uh, we went to a Beverly Hills, like a uh, uh, sample, not sample set, it wasn't a sample set, it was like a pop-up shop oh, nice. in the Beverly Hills. And let me tell you, she worked it out. She sold all my garments full price. And it's like, that's the friend that you need. You you come from the beginning to the end and they're going to be loyal to you. So yes. I always her and appreciate all my friends, not just her, but that's yeah. an example. I was a booth bitch. For okay, yeah, for one of my friends who was um, a fashion designer, he's a teacher now, but he still dabbles. But I would, you know, help him pop up and sell merch, and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, you just never know. I mean, I would do anything for her when she moved here to LA from New York. Mm-hmm. I helped her move, so I'm like, I'll do anything for her. 
and that's how it is. Ooh, you give that's real love. When you when you help somebody move, yes, because it's stressful. Yes. Yeah, it, it is a lot, yeah. and it's always when yeah. it's hot. Always, always. When it's hot. Yes. <laughs> it's, yes. it's, it's hot. It's uncomfortable. It's always I, hot. Anytime right. I see people moving into our building here in New York, I always feel like so sad for them because they'd be oh, struggling. I'm so sorry. I came and in the house sweating. one day when Ashley said, "Ashley, this guy was he he was going through it. He was by himself, but girl, I didn't have it in me to help. I just I just didn't. <laughs> I'm have so it sorry, honey. I'm praying for I, you. I, I, good luck. <laughs> let, let, let me know how it works out. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, one question I Ashley and I were t- uh, throwing around. Oh, what yeah. what happens to all the outfits? Like, do you ever get to be like, can I keep this? I'm gonna keep this. Well, <laughs> it's interesting because a lot of the outfits they keep. Oh, okay. um, I I remember on on. Sorry, we have to go downstairs. Um, I remember on Lifetime Television they keep them and they used to auction them. Oh. Uh, so people used to be able to auction them, and I know I know that like Carison. Mm-hmm. Karasan told me that uh, somebody returned the outfits to her because she wanted to clean out her house, but she wanted to give them back to the designer. She oh, said, I love okay. them, I wore them. And and so that's what people do. I know some people that still have some of my pieces, but oh. this season, I think they keep them um, sometimes for museums, history. Right, right. Uh, challenges in the future. I mean, I wish we could keep them because yeah. they're kind of cute. Yeah. yeah. There have been some uh, stuff on Project uh, Runaway that I'm like, oh my God. Like, that needs to be stunning. Yeah. Stunning. Like, somebody needs to wear that, or that needs to be in like, a museum somewhere. Right. Or send it here to this I, house. I, right. <laughs> send it to I me. I hope one come and, and do a museum because uh, all these pieces, even the even the, the worst ones that they show of mine, like, you know, <laughs> I just feel like people's growth and all that. It's such an iconic television show that I feel like one day people are going to watch that or go to the museums to see that. For sure, Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. Well, Victor, one thing I wanted to kind of bring up, actually, um, a question. So you publicly came out in 2013 with your HIV status, which is very, very important. And I think that, you know, for the community, it's been such a stigma and it's so important for people like yourself and others to come out. So what inspired you to really come out and, and talk about that at that time? Um, for me, it was very important to mention it because yeah. I had I had a friend my, I had a a, a, boy, a different boyfriend at that time, my ex, and I had a friend who she was very kind of jealous and evil. And she had a blog and she was writing anonymous, my my name, but anonymously. Yeah. And so I said to myself, you know what? I'd rather say it out loud and say it proud yeah. because I can help other people. Yeah. Can you still hear me? Yeah, yes. yes. absolutely. Okay. I, I'd rather say it loud and be proud. And help other people because the stigma is so big in in this world, yeah. and people have are so misinformed and they don't understand the virus mm-hmm. and they don't understand the medicine that we have right now, the advancement. They don't know how um, how healthy it is to live now and yeah. mm-hmm. So I really wanted to take advantage of the opportunity that I was on Touch Runway, and I really wanted to let people know you could be like me. I'm healthy. I'm 43 years old, and I feel like. A kid still, and yeah. I you can do that too. And I've gotten so many contacts, so many other people that are that are equally in the same position, and they always tell me, "Oh my God, I I, I thank you for showing showing who you are and what you do, you know, without any judgment or anything like that." Not only that, but I'm also a big advocate for it. I do mm-hmm. um, a lot of work for Amfar, mm-hmm. okay, and Fabulous. I'm one of their spokesperson, and I just feel like it's important for me to pass a baton to other people because. It doesn't have to be this way. It doesn't have to be stigma. Right. And I always take the opportunity for to teach and to show people when they bring ignorance. And it's not ignorance in malicious. It could be ignorance in not knowing in yeah. you know information yeah. and knowledge. Absolutely. So I don't, I don't, I never take it as it's it's something that that they're doing on purpose to hurt me. It's more like let me take this opportunity right now to show you or teach you how this virus works. Absolutely. Yeah. Education right. is so important. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I think especially with our with our younger generation, like it's just so important to just educate them on on what things are, because, you know, you have people who, you know, when I was growing up in school and stuff, you know, you had people who were very ignorant, like, oh, you can't eat after somebody. You can't be you can't breathe yeah. the same air. Mm-hmm. And, and they would say such ignorant things that, you know, to them, like you said, maybe it wasn't necessarily <laughs> malicious. They didn't really know. Um, but you know, mm-hmm. education is key and education is important. And I think that Absolutely. It's, it's great to have someone like you out there to be able oh, to talk to you. people about that. It's just, it's just something normal nowadays. It's like 2023. This happened so many years ago. Right. Yeah. And for anybody to have some sort of, 
uh, prejudice or ignorance or stigma about it. It's really, uh, it's really like passe nowadays yeah. to yeah. me. But like yeah. I said, I don't judge them. It's like some people grow in a, a place. Like, I mean, there's still racism. You know what I mean? After so many oh, years. Yes. And it's like, it's like you still have to teach people about that. And it's just <laughs> like, it's the evolution of humankind. So we just have to continue striving and pushing forward. Because right now, from what I know, there's already a cure. They're just testing it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I wish, there was a cu- I wish there was a cure for racism and they would test that too. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, wow. there is. I'm going to, I'll teach them something, honey. Uh, no, that's <laughs> okay. I hate, my dogs, my dogs have a tag that says, uh, I bite racist. I ah! hate racist. Oh, yes. that's so cute. <laughs> it's cute. It's, it's, oh, it's like, just yes. like, and, every, and people read it. They always go, what does it say? I'm like, yes. You read it. Me. Right. right. Yes. So, yeah. so fuck off. Get your right. ass down there. <laughs> Sick them. <laughs> so I want to know who's been your favorite celebrity to dress and design for. Well, I have many. I'm not gonna lie, but one of them is Jackie Cruz. She became a really good friend of mine. She's from Orange Is the New Black, yes. but she loves to wear avant-garde pieces. She dresses, however, like, and then oh, Shea Coulee. Yeah. Shea oh, Coulee wow. loves. She she gives me sometimes direction. Sometimes I do it all myself. But she's such a uh, innovative person, like a great eye uh, for fashion, like vision, like visionaire, yes. not just vision. Like she takes it to another level. Yeah. I love, uh, I love working with Laverne Cox. Mm-hmm. She's such a, a icon. Yes. She's a star. When you meet, if you haven't met her in person, when you meet her in person, it's the light that she brings to the energy in front of you. It's, yeah. She's such a star. And and recently, recently, I just made a really cool jacket. Hold on, give me one second. I just, can you see me still? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, recently I just made a cool jacket for, uh, you know, some more? Yes. Canadian Queens of Comedy? Absolutely. Yes. Also have Sister I made to a jacket along. for her and oh my God, she was like, she's been in love with the jacket and, and she sends me really nice messages and it's just like, I'm just so happy that she discovered me and she's like, you're so talented. Anyways, Aww. I just, I love people like that. When they love my work, Makes me feel good. Right. Oh, that's so amazing. I love some more. She's fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> she, hilarious. Yo, she is hilarious. She is she's so out funny. of control. Like her and Queens <laughs> of Comedy is <laughs> like she, she's hilarious. That's <laughs> well, I, I yeah, I keep watching that. When I was when I was young, I used to watch that Queens of Comedy like nonstop. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. feel like I watched it 20 times. Yeah. Yeah. It was so <laughs> yeah. good. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were saying like, you know, word of mouth, like people are like, oh, you know, try out this designer. I see you, you, you get around with the Rue girls. I do. Yeah. It, well, it all started kind of with uh, Manila. Manila mm-hmm. Luzon. Yeah, we love Manila. Yeah, yeah. We worked oh, in the beginning. Favorite. And then I used to party with some of them, like, like uh, Detox. I haven't worked with her, but I know some of the girls because I used to live in New York City. So it's easy mm-hmm. to connect with people. Mm-hmm. It really is. Now that I live in L.A., most of them live here. So I still work with them. Right. But I, I you know, I, I do dress some bigger celebrities, but my favorites are always drag queens because they really bring a fantasy to my work. Yeah. yeah 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. And they can carry a big old look. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> but I do want to dress, I want to dress uh, uh, Timothy Chalamet. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, he's, he's one of my favorites. That would be fierce. That would be good. And he yeah. he's very much into really those avant-garde like you were talking about. Like he, he loves to kind of go for it. So I would that would be great. Whenever, whenever well, red carpet that, start back, I, I read somewhere that he dresses himself. He doesn't have a stylist. Oh, he really? says, why have a stylist when I could go to the designer and get it myself? I know that's right. Oh, so that's yeah. his style. It's not, it's not somebody else's imagination. It's his. Right. Oh, that's, I like that. Oh, I appreciate that. Wow. That's really nice. I, I like that. Well, once yeah. things get started back, we'll put it out there in the universe for you to be able to work with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, please. (laughs) Okay, so if you could only use one fabric for the rest of your life, what would it be? Gazar. It's it's like an organza, but it's called gazar, but it moves like underwater, and it's so beautiful. I do that. Interesting. I I like that. That's really, really cool. I just think I, now I'm picturing like underwater and like right. Yeah. I was just picturing like an underwater shoot with like all this like flowy. Yeah, you, you, your your listeners are probably gonna have to look for it. But that mm-hmm. that gazar, 
was invented by Cristobal Balenciaga back in the 50s. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And he, 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 he coined it and he made it. So give me one second. I'm so Mark. sorry. No worries. No worries. No worries. You know, we've had or like we've met a few other Project Runway designers. Yes, y'all did. What was the name of the Jay McCarroll from yeah. season one? Yeah, we yeah. did. And, and then um I met I make clothes for old ladies on slides. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mondo no, Mon- not Mondo. Not Mon- I do love Mondo though. But I do love I Mondo. I love Mondo too. Yeah. Um, what was his name? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Right. I, yeah. I see the his face. for old ladies and slums. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw Christian Siriano walking down the street one time. Yeah. Um, pumping. Pumping, girl. Just this tall. I know. Just every bit of. And for me, I was nothing. just like, oh, whoa, oh. And, you know, of course, <laughs> it's New York. Nobody. Nobody no gives a fuck. Gives a fuck. But I was like, oh, my God, that was Christian Siriano. But, That's so cool. Yeah. I've forgotten how like the audition process works. Yeah. Like they come in and like show your, their pieces. Right. And it's like, mm, no thanks. What did he say that fabric was? Gazar. Gazar. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to have more from Victor. So we'll be right back. And we are back with the amazing Victor Luna. So, yeah, I mean, listen, we were actually talking during the break about kind of like some of the other people we've seen on Project Runway and everything that they've done next. So for you, what's next? What is the next big thing that you have coming up? Well, that you can talk about. Right. (laughs) Well, I'm here. I'm here in Guadalajara. I showed my collection. I made a collection that was a little bit more. sellable i want i want people to see a little bit more of what i can do yeah i know they know my avant-gardeness so now i'm, I'm i want to i want to dress people at the same time i still want to keep my my uh avant-garde because i want to dress celebrities that i do already mm-hmm. and and hopefully i have a store here maybe over there but i have a lot of contributions i mean uh collaborations coming up i just met someone who does fragrances <gasps> and she wants to collaborate and make a victory in a fragrance <gasps> I met yes. somebody who wants to do Victor in a shoes. Because that's why I came here to a convention called Intermoda. Yes. And everybody, makers and everything, they do all of that. And then I met somebody else, oh, a jewelry designer who wants to do a special jewelry for me. So who knows? Everything's limitless. Yeah. I could do whatever I want. That's Honestly, why it's package. <laughs> I love for that. For me, it's connecting with people, taking advantage of being on Project Runway and also making sure that that I continue that momentum and that mm-hmm. connection. Absolutely. Oh, another thing that we're doing on July 31st, I'm traveling to Atlanta because I'm going to meet with Kane, Harrison, Kato, who else? Nora, Roger. We're all we're doing a collaboration. It's called uh, the All Star, like the Stars something. I'll, stars I'll, you, I'll send you the information. Yes, yes. absolutely. And, we will and so, so we're doing a collaboration and we're, we're coming out with one piece under uh, Kane's line. Oh, so fabulous. it's gonna be also it's gonna be marketable, affordable, and it's gonna be out there very soon. Love it. That is really Ooh, that's gonna be hot. everyone be on the yeah. lookout for that. Yes, it. yeah. It's it's like we're we're I know that we're gonna do the opening and all that uh, press release on the thirty first of of July. So keep an eye for that. Okay. Yes. July thirty first. We'll just come back from Beyonce. Yeah, we'll, we'll literally <laughs> right. come back from Beyonce. Oh, you're gonna go and see her? Oh yes. yeah, sir. We are iconic, iconic. I can't. I <laughs> like, can. I wish I can go. It's gonna be <sighs> epic. Like, yeah, I'm gonna be. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be pretty good. Yeah. So I need a victory. Especially the Renaissance. The Renaissance album for me is like iconic. Like yeah. I need to. I need to go. Yes. And I need a Victor Luna original for the concert. So right. Just so, that yeah. I'll so send you, you my measurements. Right. So if you yeah. can just like whip that up real quick and just send it to us, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want to dress her so bad. And I've uh, done it with, because yeah. uh, I, I used to collaborate with Michael Costello and he does yeah. dress mm-hmm. her up. Yes. And I've done it for, I met J-Lo through him and all that. But mm-hmm. I just really want to work with, uh, with her directly, you know, with both of them. Of yeah. Course. And I could totally see her. Yeah. And, and Victor Luna. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're also manifesting that as well. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> I love it. So, Victor, before we let you go, because we know you have a wonderful evening plan, we just want to ask you, what does pride mean to you? It's the question we ask everyone as the interview is coming to a close. <laughs> what does pride mean to you? 
Pride means a lot, actually. Pride is being who you are. Pride is being loud and, and protecting and defending other people. Mm-hmm. Pride is, is uh, keeping integrity in, in, in the gay community. And to me, pride is just not being scared of, of showing your emotions. Amen. Yeah. And also, and also, uh, also um, helping other people. That's very important because in this world, there's so much competition Mm -hmm. and people tend to bring people down. For me, my goal has always been help other people because I'm getting older. Somebody has to take the baton and you have to help other people because they're the next generation. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. that. So, Victor, let everyone know where they can find you on social media and where they can follow everything that's coming up with you next. Well, my social media is very easy. It's my self-title. It's Vic, at Victor with a K, Victor Luna. Uh, and you can find literally my Instagram, uh, threads, um, in, everything, everything. Love Twitter. Threads. I don't really, I go to Twitter just to talk about politics. So don't go there. Do you do the TikToks? <laughs> I, I, I fight the Trumpers. Uh, my oh. favorite, it's my favorite thing to do on Twitter. So let's join forces on yeah. Twitter. I just go and troll them. It's entertainment for me at this point. It right. really is. It is. It definitely is. <laughs> well, again, congratulations on all of your success, and thank you for coming here and talking to us. You have to come back, do some hot topics with us, so please come yes. back to us in the future. And Oh, my talk. God, I would love that. Whenever you guys need me and my opinions, I have a lot of opinions. Yes. So let me know. Okay. I will, I will be here. I will be here. Okay, We'll, you we'll heard get it. this on the book. Yeah, you heard it officially. You will be an official guest co-host to come on, and because we do talk politics, and so we would love for you to come on and talk with us. Please, let's, let's do it. I always, I you know, I do that with my boyfriend we always talk about politics so he's kind of tired of hearing it from me so maybe you guys can be my outlet to talk about it yes absolutely yes absolutely (laughs) i love it well thank you so much victor for joining us thank you darrell thank you ashley and thank you so much for everything i love you guys we love you too bye take care bye hey pride fam We would love to hear from you, so please feel free to email us at pridetheseries at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at at pridethepodcast. Can't wait to hear from you all, and remember to celebrate Pride 365. And we're back. And we're back. Every time you do that, Adam, I think that you're Mario. Like when we used to play like Mario. Yeah, (laughs) just like Mario. Um, I love Victor. Me too. Yeah. yeah, such He's a good beautiful, people. such a beautiful bright light. The world, good needs, vibes. The world needs more victors, mm-hmm. and um, his fashions are to die for. So no, like seriously, no, like no, no, seriously. Uh, yeah, no. He's like incredibly talented, and I'm just like, yeah, you would definitely probably work with Beyonce one day, and like mm-hmm. you know, it's only you can keep going up. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. I mean, I look at things like that and I look at people who have these dreams and they realize them and I think it's a beautiful thing to really think about when you grow up and you think about I want to do this and I want to do different things and then you grow up and you do it and it's kind of like where do you go now a really good friend of ours Ashley Gilchrist friend of the podcast Mm kind of mentioned that to me um, in Puerto Rico we were talking and she was just like I mean you grew up and you wanted to be on a soap and you wanted to write and you did it so I think you're really figuring out what you want to do next and thinking about that is Mm -hmm. so powerful you know, I mean, actually, you sang at Carnegie Hall. Like you've done, like mm-hmm. we've done things, and you you sang in Rome and an opera. And you think mm-hmm. about, you know, when you're like, oh, I want to do so much more. And this is like, you absolutely, everyone should have that. I want more, but then you have to also remember to give thanks and blessings to the things that you have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it's hard. I mean, it's easy to forget that. It's easy, yeah. especially being in New York when you're in like the hustle and bustle, and like when the city beats you up. And you just feel like, oh, my God, like, what is happening? What is my life? And it's like, no, wait, cal- calm down. Like <laughs> To calm down and breathe. Yeah, I mean, right. everyone talks about coming from humble beginnings. You know, I came from, obviously, East Texas. And so did Miranda Lambert. Um, and I don't know if you guys. We partied here. with her brother. We did. We, we did party with her brother. I was going to see if you were going to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke. Luke Lambert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. But <laughs> but you know, as Braden was here, he would say his cousin, Miranda. His uh, almost his cousin. Almost, almost cousin. cousin. Um so guys, something has been happening a lot lately. We've talked about it before on the podcast about people going to shows and throwing throwing items on the stage at people. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. which is a big no no. Now there's a new thing coming out about people 
being in the front row of VIP sections and taking photos or videos, which is distracting the performer from singing. I'll admit when I first heard the Miranda Lambert story, it seemed like these were just people taking selfies in the audience. Coming out, we now see the photo is that them, they're facing, they're like, have their back to the stage. Uh-huh. She's behind them, so it looks like they're taking a picture with her. Yeah. Um, and then there's a flash and everything. So how do you guys feel, especially actually you as a singer and performer, how do you mm-hmm. feel about that, uh, about that as a whole, about people? Because now the conversation is, should people be able to bring phones in? And some performers are saying, we no longer want people bringing phones and stuff into the concerts because of that. I mean, it's difficult. Like, as a performer, yeah, I, you know, I've never performed, like, in Madison Square Garden or anything like that. I've always been in performance spaces where, like, it's a big no-no to record, like, right. like theater or, like, opera and yeah. stuff like that. So, like, I can't imagine how distracting it would be if there's just, like, a when you're performing, people are just taking pictures and it's just like, flashing. that would probably put me in my head. Now I'm, you know, I've sang at church and people like recorded, but like, you know, that's very, like very different. Yeah. So from a performer standpoint, I imagine that would be very distracting. However, mm-hmm. on the flip side, it's just like the culture has changed as far as like concert going, you know, mm-hmm. like people have cameras and they want to remember. And it's like a whole thing. I I'm thinking of like Renaissance. It's just like, it's like a whole event. Like people are getting specific outfits and like, you know, doing, you know, people Group are planning thing, to yeah. do the blue Ivy dance, you know? Cause I know people, I saw people were critiquing like Taylor Swift when she was like doing the dance and stuff. And they were just like, why are you performing when like Beyonce is behind you performing? Like yeah. some people think that like, that's weird. Like why did, why did you, why are you coming here? I mean, unfortunately it's like going to concerts. It's like a, event clout well, ex- kind well, of thing it's, an, it's, an and it's a good time to get content it's a good time to get content and like you know it's a whole thing like i said my tiktok is like flooded with people just doing like beyonce outfits and yeah and different rules and this and that and so it's just like you know i i remember i went to the justin timberlake concert mm-hmm. and he was like uh towards the end of his one of his sets he was like all right everybody like just stop recording for one second like everybody put their phones away you know and it's like he sounds like a grandpa but it's just like i can understand that it's just like can y'all just be with me in this moment like for two seconds and like so i can like do what i came here to do and like get that like rush feeling and like connect with y'all yeah but uh, i don't know i but i want to record it's like just like right in front of my face i don't know i mean but it's (laughs) it's an experience thing i mean these are experiences and i think that it can be negative because the negative part I found is I kind of hate that we all saw the blue Ivy thing ahead of time and a little bit yeah. because I think that imagine the gay gasp yeah. that we would have done yeah. had we, once we go to the concert next week and we see her, like we already know when she's coming out and how she's coming out. Yeah. Like imagine that she came out with like no fucking way. Like, yeah, I, kinda, I don't I, actually, I, I hate that. You don't what? No. I like mean, but you, I mean, you know what, what song it is, like? No, oh, I don't. Well, oh, maybe you've avoided all that. I don't, I haven't really seen any of that. Oh, oh. well, that's great. Well, it's kind of like and you're I've, always on social media. I've been so trying weird. to avoid, like, I don't want to see all Beyonce's outfits right. and like, all the tricks. Like, right. I want to be surprised because I'll say I saw um, uh, Beyonce when she like first came out her first mm-hmm. album, and it it was in San Antonio, Texas, and Destiny's Child came out as a surprise, and oh my god, everybody lost their freaking minds because this was obviously after they were like stopped. Yeah. And um, I can't Im- that mo- moment wouldn't have been as special if I had known it like that ahead of time. Happened. Like if social media were around at the time. Oop, aging myself. I was going to say it, stop it, that. But like, I said her first album, so we already know we're talking about like two thousand three. Right. No four. four. I mean, it, it raises, yeah. it raises the question, was live better in some aspects prior to social media? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> like, the, without question. But I do think one of the positives is mm-hmm. sometimes we're able to know news and things a lot quicker. Oh, of course. That could save our lives. Like, one of the features that I really like, and, you know, I don't really fuck with Facebook like that, but one of the features is the Mark Safe feature. Oh, yeah. Um, when something mm-hmm. happens, such as a shooting or sometimes a weather situation yeah. and people mm-hmm. mark themselves as safe, I think there are some really positives to it but there's also been some misusing of it um, mm-hmm. such as the attacking of people like the fact that you know Tasha K a famous YouTuber feels that she can go and attack 
Blue Ivy, a child online. Like people, people now feel like they have a reason to attack people's bodies, looks, just overall. And it's it's weird. It's weird behavior because it's like you're sitting, you're keyboard warriors is what they call them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I will say I went to um, Dave Chappelle's show Mm -hmm. and in that they did take, they put everybody's phones in In pouches. In pouches. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of nice. And it's just like, you know, it was, it felt very old school because it's like nobody has their phone. Everybody just has to sit here and be right. present, be present, be present, be with themselves, be with the person that they're with. Comedy Seller was like, it's like that too. Yeah. And it is. It is nice, actually. But I've seen people, you know, get upset. You know, they're mm-hmm. like, what? I can't get to my phone? Um, a situation mm-hmm. that happened to Ashley and I, well, to me more, we went to see MJ uh, recently here in New York on Broadway. Fantastic show. If you haven't seen it, please mm-hmm. go see it. Um, this lady drops her phone and was very upset. She's like, I need my phone. I can't be without my phone. And the lights had just went out. I was like, ma'am, the show is starting i mean mm-hmm. you, you don't need your phone actually like yeah if you're gonna be on your phone and we're sitting in like like the 11 row back or something like that i'm like mm-hmm. if we're sitting so close if you're on your phone it's gonna be noticeable even with the light all the way down but there are some people that really cannot separate themselves like really and truly from their phone like they have anxiety yeah. if they i can't be without my phone yeah yeah like i can't yeah. be with my phone or i'm about to have a freak out yeah, yeah. Also, at concerts, if you buy a bottle of water, they take the cap from you. Yeah, yeah. I saw that because people are throwing caps at the artists. Yeah, like, what's like, wrong with everybody? For clout. Poor I mean, Rita. But, Rita Ora got hit with that cell phone. And yeah, bitch, she, she could have gone blind. He, he, got, he got charged. The person who did it got charged. Yeah. But you know, a, assault, lot, brother. But a lot of people, Adam, are doing things for clout. Oh, they, yeah. They're doing it for the story and to be known. I mean, that's kind of the dangers of social media. I know everyone's seeing what's going around now of the. Um, I forgot what they are, but they're doing the ooh ice cream, yes, yum. Yes, they're yes, they're yes. called AI lives. Yeah, so they're doing. What, are they, what is it called? AI lives. So AI where it's lives. like people are going on live, right. acting like a robot and doing whatever you tell them, right? And so yeah. they're they're acting like AI robots that are reacting to the gifts that people send them mm-hmm. via live. You can send like roses and you know just stupid shit. Like each one is like worth a valued amount. Yeah. And right. it's like, mm, I love the smell of roses. Mm, hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know, shit like that. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, uh, it's, you know, cool. You know, make yourself known and like you know differentiate yourself from it but now everybody's fucking well, doing well they it. try yeah. they try yeah. to be they try to be creative and stuff with it and they try to keep up with the amount but just kind of giving you guys a little background on it there's one guy he made six thousand dollars in just one hour doing just that online that's so insane so so there are so many people yeah who are who are going online and are like wait a minute what and basically they broke it down his yearly salary <laughs> Would be uh, so they're saying like twelve million four hundred eighty. Like it's it's crazy what these people twelve million four hundred eighty thousand dollars a year monthly salary salary is one million and forty thousand. Biweekly salary is four hundred eighty thousand. Weekly salary is two hundred forty thousand. Daily forty eight thousand. Hourly is six thousand. So they broke that down, and this person is now on the route to become a millionaire. And everyone's online, and people are having you know people are torn about this because some people are like. Go get a real job. Quit doing that. And these people are responding. Why would I be like you and stress about a check to check when I can go online? They're like, you're embarrassing yourself. And it's like, but I'm making money. So what are we doing? Like, what are we talking about? I mean, if you're making money, it's not embarrassing. Well, I mean, but people, but but, <laughs> but, there, I mean? but there is an old age. And I think that's what we're talking about with the age different and how people are. There are people that say the only real work that counts is when you're out there and you're working hard for your dollar and this and what we're seeing. I mean, it's, the- just, simply, it's just simply not true. It's, it's not. But you're, <laughs> seeing, but you're seeing this new age of people, millennials and uh, Gen Z, they're, they're telling you, like, that's not how it works. Except it is now. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, no, they're telling you, like, it is like there. It's not how it works. We have to go every single day oh, to work yeah. nine to five. Like, no, I can sit at home. People are quitting their jobs to do this, and I'm gonna be yes, yes, yes. Eat ice cream. Mm, yum, 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 I'm about yum. to do everything. I'm about to do some uh, whatever some they throw mukbangs. at me. I'll, I'll I'll take anything. I wouldn't mind eating. We should come up people. with our own trend. 
We should. Guys, you let Sucking us know. Dick. Oh, wait a minute. <gasps> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> no, I, no, I'm not trying to put everybody to shame. But listen, guys, why don't you guys let Subscribe us know. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. Uh, do you have only? You know, you bastard. You might. But guys, let yeah. us know in the comments. Like, go message us. Tell us, what would you like to see Pride the Podcast do for their stream on TikTok? Like, what would you like to see us do for, you know, whatever? And we'll do it. I will take y'all to a colonoscopy appointment. You know, I will take y'all to. You got to go yourself first. That's what I'm saying. Oh, and take y'all along with me. Oh, your first visit. Yeah. You going to put the phone down there so they can see? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, guys, it's that point of the show. It's that time of the show. Should probably wrap it up. Yeah, we're, we should... we're going off the rails. Yeah. But um, I just want to give my quick opinion on the whole Miranda Lambert yes, thing. Please. Oh, yes, please. So oh, my God. Yes. I kind of am like. I, I treated you like Alyssa Fair Griffin where they don't let her <laughs> talk on the view. Go ahead. Sorry. I, um, I think it's a little OD because it's like if yeah. I pay the money to see you, I can do whatever the fuck I want. However, <laughs> there, within limits. Within, within limits. There is a time and a place for everything. Right. Mm-hmm. There is a certain moment in the concert, like timing, where it's like, oh, this is the perfect time for a, like a selfie or something like that. You know, yeah. If she's in the middle of a ballad, betrayed by the titties. Betrayed. Yeah. Yeah. But if she's in the middle of a ballad and I'm like, eh, eh, <laughs> right. you know, then, then it's, it's like, it's, uh, it's sis, ignorant. what well, are you doing? Right. Well, I, you know. Well, pay the extra money for VIP to see her at the stage door and do that because I I hear what you're saying, Adam, but it also sounds like a little bit like. Uh, we pay you to play basketball, so shut up and dribble. Because at the same, well, that is, that's not the same thing. I mean, in my opinion, it is. I mean, in my view, I feel like you can't. You listen. I was totally. You know how I felt about this when it originally came out. I was walking with you, being like, "That's so stupid." But to see what they actually did. Oh yeah. It's crazy. Oh yeah. I'm not saying and, in yeah. this instance. And, and in right. In this, okay. Cool. Right. But right. I'm saying instance. like if I pay the money to see, like that'd be like yeah. me like going to the Beyonce concert and they're like, "No, you can't do that." And it's like, "Well, I paid the money." Well, yeah. I didn't. But right. you know what I mean. Right. Well, they <laughs> might. Like, well, they might. What if, so how would y'all feel if they said no phones at the Beyonce concert? Now that's fine because that's fine, but. I'm I mean, I wouldn't, I would prefer not, but like, right. But if it's, I'm not going to freak out. I'm not going to, you know, throw a hissy. I'm not going to Karen out. Right. About it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like, yeah, I'm going to take a picture. I think you should. I think what artists should do is kind of create an opportunity for people to take out their phone. Oh, I like that. Um, Mm. actually when I went to the Alicia Keys concert, she did that when she did, when she sang New York, she was like, everybody take out their phones and put on your flashlight mm. and then like, you know, and people, of course, some recorded and some, some people just use their flashlight, but like something even as simple as that, I think that will kind of like balance it out and make Agree. people want to like, okay, I'm going to wait for the moment when I'm supposed to take out my phone. Sure. You know, that's and what then, Beyonce and, and Jay-Z actually did but, at the on the Ron run tour. They did that mm-hmm. when they were saying, when Beyonce was singing, I can't believe I remember this forever young. She sang a rendition of that and they were like, take out your things. And the stadium was dark. Mm-hmm. And it was all lights coming up. And yeah, it because I think it it just be better for artists to embrace it rather than fight it. Right, right. Like, there's a time a and a place for everything. It, right, it's a losing battle. Like you just kind of have to like make it work in your favor. Make it work basically. in your favor, or like Miranda Lambert said, if she wants to ban it all, and and y'all know that she's banning it, and y'all still decide to go to her concerts, then that you too. now know the then rules. Then you just know and, the rules, and, 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 yeah. you, and you won't get your phone. And the thing is, in a lot of places, if they put your phone in a bag and they give it to you, I know this is at the Comedy Cellar here in New York. If they give you that. And you open it during the show, you're kicked out and you can never go back. So yeah. weigh your options on how you want to do it, people. Do you want to be kicked out of where you were banned on Ticketmaster? Don't do I mean, it's just up to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I had another point. Oh, <laughs> no. Honestly, at the end of the day, nobody wants to see your concert footage. Nobody wants to see your 4th of July fireworks footage. <sighs> So stop, stop it, stop posting it. Nobody wants to see it. It's it's just gonna be you know like Ham on Toy Story two when they're just like going. It's like you're going too fast. I'm already around the horn. I got to keep going. Yeah. It's just I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna click through it. Right. But I and you know who you are who be posting that shit. But I, but I uh, mm, but I do. <laughs> mm, uh, no. Nope. When we go Adam, to stop. When we go to the Beyonce concert, I'll probably 
post like a few things. Oh, but that's, that's it. different. It's Beyonce. Right. Right. But, but also- I still don't want to be like where I'm <laughs> posting like 15 videos. Right. It's just like nobody wants to see that. Right. I, I would rather, especially where our seats are. <laughs> well, 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 I mean, listen, but you listen, first of all, I don't want to play our seats because actually it's going to be so, so much no, fun up there. Ashley, thank you so much fun for doing that for us for a Christmas gift. We're not yes, what we're going to stop doing is playing ourselves. No, 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 I'm not playing yeah. ourselves. But, you know, I'm, you know, just I'm it the, is what it is. I'm fueling the joke. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, is like, I think that everyone listen, I've been trying to do this lately as well. And this is something I've had a hard time with. It's like when you're at dinner, like, don't put your phone out even on the table, you know, like put that yeah. away. And it's like, it's so hard. And like, I, I've been one of the people like if Corey was here, he'd be saying, yeah, you can't, you can't put your phone down. You and Adam love your phones. I mean, which we do. Adam and I love our phones. It's our true. Hands. I pay for it. So right. Look at right. It. But but there but, <laughs> but there's a time and a place. There's there a time, is and, a time place. and a place. Like yeah. when we're like watching 100%. TV together. Like literally last Adam. night, I was like, Adam, put your phone up. All and you're I doing did. is scrolling on Twitter. You ain't doing nothing. You're not literally doing anything. Adam, <laughs> anyway, guys, this has been a great no, episode. Adam didn't want this. I thought this was a call out podcast. Right. Mm. Mm, oh no you. don't you don't you don't. Mute us. don't you mute me you bitch uh-huh. anyways guys thank you so much for joining us for another episode of pride the podcast uh, you can find us on social media at pride the podcast everywhere you can find me at i'm Darrell anthony on instagram Darrell anthony on twitter and yeah super excited to connect with you all so please make sure you follow us follow me great and you can follow me, Ashley, at Ashley Aaron M on all social media, including threads, even though I've only made one post. Yes. Um, and yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. Watch out for Beyonce. Word. <laughs> and you can find me, Adam Andrew Rios, at the Adam Rios with a zero on Instagram. And you can follow me on TikTok and Twitter at Boxed Wine Poppy with a zero. My Twitter is not safe for work still. So right. be aware of that. And you can follow Brayden Bradley at Mr. Brayden Bradley on all social media except for Facebook because, you know, Brayden. Right. Right. And you can follow Io at The Fabulous Spinster. And you can follow our wonderful guest, Victor Luna. Victor Luna with a K. Yes. Yes, yeah. that's right. With, with a, a zero. With, with a zero. <laughs> Victor Luna with a K. Yes, and guys, thank you so much again for joining us, and we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.